Um, For sure, yeah. So I guess we could just get right into it. Cool. Um, do you want to just say your name? I don't. Uh, yeah, it's never really done this. Yeah, before. my name is Stefan Kubea. Kubea. Okay, that's how you pronounce it. Is it actually spelled that way with like the at, like the little mm-hmm. um, what is it called? An accent mark over yeah, the accent. E. No, on the A. On the A. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I try to find you on Spotify sometimes, and it's kind of hard. Um, with oh, that, that A. I I wonder like, have you ever thought about like changing your name to like a stage name? I thought about it when I was young. Yeah. Um, but honestly, like when I was probably like 13, 14, I was just like, no, Stefan is just like. It's a cool like, name for yeah. sure. Yeah. It's like at least a little bit memorable, you know. But even like, like getting rid of that accent on the A. I thought, yeah, I thought that if you go on Spotify and just type in like S T F A N no, um, no accent, like I'm pretty sure that you could find it. I had hoped so. It'll definitely show up on mine now. Um, I I was able to find you like pretty easily. Like once I, mm. yeah. Um, I've worried about it though. You, I'm not gonna lie. I have thought about well, it. Well, yeah, man. Spelling. I don't blame you. Like I, we, you know, when um we started doing this, the kids table, like I was the the kids table didn't exist on other platforms. Like it wasn't a podcast name, mm-hmm. right? There are more kids tables now. So since we've started doing this, like, and we're talking a year max, right? Right. The kids table has now there's more there's like more kids table podcasts have been created. Yeah, man, that ish. Can I curse? Yeah, totally. That shit is tough because um. Yeah. It's go ahead. Well, just because like okay, so when I was making music with a band Don, yeah, it was like a Don is like super common name. Yeah. Right? So there was tons of other artists, and so like what would happen would be like people would go on Spotify, and they would stream our album. Yeah. And they would stream like one of our songs, and then it would flip to like another song that was also by an artist named Don. And no like, way. so people listen to like a lot of like Spanish music. Like for some <laughs> oh, reason, oh, like Don, Don Patricio. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just a lot of like, it was a lot of um, bands that purely just made music in Spanish. Yeah. It's, I, I kind of take it as a challenge almost though. It's like, okay, well fine. You want to try to copy our thing? Like we're here. I'm not stopping. I'm still making content. I'm still trying to spread the word, yeah. you know, and I'm a, I'm a competitive, really competitive person. Yeah. So it's like, I, in my mind, it's like, okay, just like, I'm, I feel sorry that you even named what you're doing called the kids table. Cause like, I will, I will win. You will be the kids table. Team. Yeah. We will be TKT. Um, <laughs> anyways though, man. So quick introduction to the people who are listening who might not know you. Um, you are a musician. Um, right. and actually in my opinion, one with a, a, a reasonable amount of clout. You're definitely not, you know, a household name. You're definitely not, you know, correct me if I'm saying anything false. You're definitely not, you know, a famous musician, but you have done some things that indicate an upward trend. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, if you're serious about this and you really care about this, like, up is pretty much the only way you you can go. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. And and just to note um, some of your recent accolades, the ones that I know, these are just the ones that I know, too. Um, opening for Pusha T, for Dram, for Dram. Thank you. Yes. Also, a very legit name. Who is yeah. you know you're opening for someone who's legit, mm-hmm. and you won some like Battle of the Bands type deal. Yeah, we won in 2017. Um, a band that I headed won the Battle of the Bands at UW. At UW, yeah. And the 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 prize of that was opening for a, a legitimate artist. Yes. So well, actually, what was that? No, that was okay. actually not the prize. So actually. Um, the prize for that was that we got to open for a bigger but overall smaller gig. Yeah. Um, for Caro Caro Benito, do you know them? Uh, they're kind of like a, maybe. They're like an English group, but yeah. they um, 
the lead singer is this uh, Japanese woman. And so they make like J-pop, but for English audiences. Interesting. Um, but they're like, they're pretty famous. Like they, they go on world tours and stuff. Wow. Um, but we got to play a gig with them. And then at that gig, we just, there were some people that were like higher ups at the university. Yeah. And we impressed them. And so then they were throwing like a much bigger show and flying out Dram and they yeah. were having Sango play. Yeah. And then they hit us up and they were like, we really like you and we think you're right for the opening spot. So, so, so yeah. that's honest. That's like two dubs right off the bat. Right. Mm-hmm. Because not only did you win that contest, but I mean, a lot of people can win a contest, right? Because right. you're, you're amongst amateurs, mm-hmm. but when you can impress someone to get booked for another show, I mean, that that's what you would hope for in the music industry. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's how everything works. Like there is no success without impressing somebody that has like a job title. You know? It's very, it's a very uh, self-aware yeah. way of looking at it. Yeah. Um, other, other accolades, um, I guess is the only other one I know at the top of my head, but your, um, song on the song we're going to be talking about the video that you dropped, uh, saved. Yeah. Um, that has what over 7,000 plays on Spotify. Yeah. Right now. So I, I saw that and I was like, okay, well that dude, I mean, that's not your friends at that point. Right. Like, no, you can't so, have 7,000 friends. No. So what, how that works, it's like Spotify is actually really interesting. So yeah. if enough people are listening to your song, um, like so Spotify has algorithms that yeah. they don't tell anybody about. Of course. So like we'll never know how they work. But it seems to work like if enough people are listening to your song beyond. Um, Bring that mic a little closer. Okay. If enough people are listening to your song. Perfect. So that it's apparent that it's not just your family listening to it. So yeah. then what it does is it takes all the people that are listening to your song and it looks at what other artists that they're listening to. And so when other people are listening to those artists, it starts to suggest um, to other people that are listening to those artists that they should listen to your music. Um, So that like I, you in my Spotify artist page, I can see the breakdown and that's the majority of the way that I get listens. Wow. Yeah. How does, how does that feel to know that your music has, I mean, reached to some extent? It feels good because it feels like a confirmation that I don't suck anymore. Do you know yeah, what I mean? totally. Like it just feels like a confirmation that, um, that, you know, I've been working at this for like since I was a preteen, like 10 years. Yeah. And finally I feel like I can make a product that like actually has value yeah. in like a capitalistic sense. Sure. You know, it has a value in the sense that people would want to listen to it. Yeah. Not just to have pity on me or something. You know? Totally. Um, and we, we can get really more into, well, what I do want to talk to you about, which is, you know, the video you just dropped for that song. It's called Saved, um, mm-hmm. and, and we'll plug it and, and promote it. But um, I, I wrote down a couple of things that I wanted to talk to you about that just we've talked about in conversation. Um, for those that don't know, my co-host of The Kids Table, not TKT Past Bedtime, but The Kids Table, Bella Anderson. Um, I don't know if I should be saying her last name. She doesn't give a shit, though. Um, <laughs> you're uh, her boyfriend, Correct. right? So that's how I... Um, and we've kind of known each other for a little while now. And just through conversation, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've known this, but you've said things that have really, really impressed me. Um, oh, and that I picked up on off the top of my head is that you actually quit your job um, in food service. Um, and I work for food service, too. It's, it's pretty well-paying for, you know, a, a college you know, get in college, a younger, a younger kid in their early twenties, late teens. Um, and, and you actually quit your job, um, in order to film this music video, correct? Yeah, totally. I mean, um, so I worked, but at I, I don't want you to say, yeah, totally, because very few people would actually do that. Mm. Well, yeah, I, I guess so. I guess for me, it like, it just seemed like a no brainer. Like I didn't even have to think about it because the okay. whole reason that I was working at this job in the first place was so that I could support my music career. So okay. just like, it just, it made sense to me. Like I just knew what I was going to do. 
So like, take me through that kind of how, how that went down in the conversation that you had with your boss or maybe didn't have with your boss. Yeah. So basically what happened was, um, Oh man, it feels like ancient history now, but it was pretty recent. Um, so I, I work, I worked at veggie grill. I don't know if that's, is that okay to plug? Yeah. Whatever. Veggie grill sponsor me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I'm about to ba- say some bad things about them, so maybe they won't sponsor you. But um, <laughs> it, it's just like it's kind of a brutal restaurant job, you know. Like it's sure. just like really. Um, were you on, were you like on a line? No, I wasn't on a line, but I was like uh, front of house, and so basically we were just like doing all the jobs. So you're like busing tables, and you're running the cash register, and you're serving people food sure. and cleaning, and you know all that kind of stuff. Um, but anyway, it was just a super demanding job. And basically the schedule is like super, super rigid and they don't like to give people days off. And I'd requested this day off a really long time in advance because I had... How, how long are we talking? Months? Yeah, like a month Okay, in that's a very good amount yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I requested it off like a month in advance. Um, and uh, because I had like... I, I hired like a team for this video and, you know, we had put yeah. a lot into it. So, so it wasn't so like you and a couple of friends... No, it no, was no, no. a legitimate team with videographers. Yeah, yeah, it was like professionals, and I like wrote the whole treatment and all the shot list and like all that kind of stuff. Interesting. And so, um, basically, um, when you have, I didn't know this, but like when you work on a video, it's a lot different than working on a musical production because when you work on a musical production, you can feasibly do the whole thing yourself. And yeah, in fact, like a lot of times I do. Yeah, you I can bet. record all the instruments. You can write the whole song and you can record it. And it would, it's hard, but it's not like impossible. Okay. Whereas like when you're working on a video project, if you want to create something that's quality by yourself, impossible. Really? Like you just, you have to have a team. Okay. Um, and so we had a pretty big team for like the size of production that it was. Like we, we had like about uh, six or seven people under contract. Wow. So, um, under contract. So you had yeah. contracts drawn up and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it, we, it was all under contract. And so basically when, what happens is like when the day is locked in, the day is locked in for yeah. production. Like you can't change the day. So I had requested it off a month in advance. Long story short, we get to like about a week before um, it's time to record this video and somebody quits like really abruptly. And the boss was just like, you have to work that day. And I basically explained to him, I was like, I cannot, like I will have to quit. And he was like, well, you can try to get covered. I tried to get covered and he was like, so you couldn't get covered. And so um, he was assuming I was going to come in. And so then I just like called him up and I was like, sorry, man, like I just, it doesn't make any sense for me to come in that day. So I'm just going to have to quit. And he was heated, but he was mad. What was he? Yeah. Was he like, I can't believe you're doing this to it, me. Oh, exactly. But at that point he wasn't my boss anymore. So I didn't really stick yeah. around to listen. What was your, not that it matters anymore. What was your rapport with him? Like before then? Um, he really liked me just because, sure. um, a lot of people that worked there were like, they were just students. And, and so it was, like their time was super divided, you know, like they didn't make the job yeah. their priority. But like for me, I knew that this job was like what was supporting me and supporting my ability to pursue music. Totally. So I cared about my performance there because I don't want to get let go. Um, so he liked me and, you know, it was not um, unusual for the other people that worked there to be like, oh, he was like talking you up behind your back, like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Good. Mm-hmm. Man. Um, and so you you end up quitting your job and recording the video correct and since then has like looking back on it do you think that was the right call easy easy yeah um just because well i had never directed anything before this is actually my first video ever okay Um, you directed it as well yeah wow Mm -hmm. so uh yeah had to like go on youtube and read all about all the kinds of shots and you know how to make what's going on in my head 
were you just were you just trying to kind of come off to the camera crew as if you knew what you were talking about oh no i was super open i was just totally like look this is my first time and you guys are gonna have to help me with this and they were they were good about working with me like they were um they never made they never made me feel like i was an amateur they were always just super open you know that's good yeah you um when you were telling this to me you had this really interesting phraseology that that i loved you said, I, I was like, man, I can't believe you, you know, quit your job, you left your stability to shoot this music video like that. I, I A, super impressed by that. And, you know, not I didn't think a lot of people would do that. And you said, you said something along the lines of people who wouldn't quit their job in that case don't know what they want. Oh, totally. And I, I really like the way you put that because you're like, no, I, I know what I want. I know what I'm doing here. And the minute this thing impairs with my ability to create and make my music, then it's not helping me anymore. I mean, yeah, totally. Because, um, you know, ultimately like for me, I want, I want music to be my job. Like I want that to be my career. Sure. So I'm not like, I, I don't have any kind of, um, uh, what's a good word for this? Um, I guess like I, I know what that entails. Like I, sure. I know that, you know, like you have to make sacrifices, not stupid sacrifices, yeah. but you have to make sacrifices if something is going to get in the way of that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, cause then in that case, you, the sacrifice you'd be making was your music. Exactly. Career. And then you're just a chump. And then what are you doing? Yeah, right? exactly. Then you're just, then you are a burnout because you yeah. don't know what you want. Wow. Uh-huh. No. And, and I've really taken that to heart. Um, like a lot, you know, a, a lot of the times I, I've really been, you know, consuming a lot of Kanye West content, like I always do. But really recently, I've just been kind of rewatching, you know, five or six of his interviews because he talks a lot about how um, we're all enslaved to these things. Like, you know, we're we're enslaved to brands, we're enslaved to clothing, cars, we're enslaved to ideas, like the like the idea of living a perfect life, the idea of having status, or the idea of hat rate, or the idea of working or hard. The That's idea, a big one. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I bet. And the Right. I feel like when you become too enslaved to those ideas, you aren't able, you're not, you're, I mean, you're not a person anymore. You're a, a shell chasing a bunch of ideas. And, and totally. when you say stuff, you know, like what you just told me about quitting your job, it makes me feel like that you're not, you know, enslaved to this idea of making money. Your goal is your music and that's, you know, what you're willing to chase. And that's something that I've really spy. Another thing that I did not know about you, um, and I don't know why I didn't know this, but you actually did go to school. Yep. And graduated. Mm-hmm. Graduated it up. And what was your degree in? English. Okay. So definitely, is, is that considered a, a fine arts degree? No, right? No, no, it's not fine arts. Is it's it liberal like arts? Liberal arts, yeah. So it is, It's but it's not liberal arts the way like, I mean, I'm not bashing any degree, but you know how, the, you know, the common notion is right now that all these kids are going and they're getting these liberal arts degrees and those aren't translating to real money. Like, you know, I don't know, like like gothic literature or queer studies, right? These like things that, while they're probably super interesting to study, they don't actually translate to money in the real world. I feel like English could translate to something. Oh yeah. English is like, is super generalizable. It's like, um, it's, it's actually now I can't remember where this statistic is from. So you're going to have to just take my word on this, but I had read that it was the most common degree, um, bachelor degree to get going into law school. Yeah, which I see that. which like you kind of makes sense that would make because a lot of you sense. have to be really good at reading comprehension and yeah. things like that. But English, like an English degree, is you're right. It is different from um, like a like a 
a different liberal arts degree because it's it's really generalizable. Yeah, like I almost feel like it's a disservice to call English a liberal arts degree because the hmm. the notion of a liberal arts degree, at least amongst my peers, is a degree that doesn't translate very well to the yeah, real world. It's certainly not niche, and a lot of yeah. a lot of liberal arts degrees or yeah. um, fine arts degrees are very niche. So, what was for someone in most people that I talk to that are you know chasing music and pursuing music, the idea of going to school almost seems like not something that would even be considered because when you look at the people who have made it in the music world, um, I mean, I, I, I'm not for sure on this, but I have to imagine the vast majority didn't go to school. Yeah. I mean, for me, I, I mean, I always look back at school and I honestly think that it was a a bit of a mistake. Like I was, I think I was naive going into it. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So I, I applied and I got into UW when I was 17 and um where'd you go to high school uh at tacoma school of the arts okay tacoma um and yeah i i guess i just like i was i was still part of that generation where adults were just telling you like go to college like you just have to go to college like no matter the cost yeah um and so i took out loans and and things like that to go to college and i don't i don't think that it was very smart because I think in the back of my mind, I always knew that my end goal was like, I, I have to pursue a job in music, Yeah. but I just felt like, Oh, maybe I will, I'll just go to college and it'll just be like a a fallback sort of thing. Um, in actuality, what I should have done is I just should have like started grinding on music and like, um, doing the, so I ended up like doing internships in recording studios and things like that. And realistically I should have just gone straight to doing that. Um, uh, because college will always be there. You know what I mean? And so if, yeah. if if you decide like, okay, I think I want to go back to school um, because I want to pursue this career, you pretty much always can. You know? Yeah, but I mean, I would say, and I, and I, me and my brother talk a lot about how like our parents are just were from this uh, this generation that was very much like sacrifice what you love in order to get a secure job whereas like me and my brother are just like dude we're gonna do anything we want and if this involves going to school then i will go to school like i i personally fortunately have found that i I love going to school like i I mean it it can suck sometimes and you know there's definitely some late nights or only late nights but i I really do love uh learning i love reading and, and it's really an amazing thing when when you appreciate something and you're not mad to be in a classroom every day, but you know, my, my brother isn't sure what he's going to do. And he, you know, he won't go to school before he makes the decision to go to school because he feels like that's what he should do. You know what I mean? Like he's very willing to not go to school. Totally. Um, Whereas, and this is, I feel like a new way of thinking where super new, like I would say within the past, like two, three years. Yeah. Like really new. Well, it's because you're seeing all these people who, who like, are making it by not going to school. We have the internet. We can share massive amounts of information and ideas, and we don't need to be in these companies. But I mean, I, I also I mean, we don't need to get too into the weeds. I do think school is an amazing thing, and I think learning oh. is an amazing thing. Yeah, I think so too. And I like my time at school was was not useless. I mean, like I made so many connections. Yeah. Um, and and also got like so many, you know, just music opportunities i bet um from being around like a big university like university of washington yeah um and so i i i wouldn't say it was useless yeah i just think that it wasn't the best call for me totally and i mean although i'm sure you will never do this right if you did eventually decide to be like okay you know what this music thing hasn't worked out um i do have this degree though and i can i am marketable 
Oh, easy. You know, I have yeah, some yeah. value now, some yeah, real like, value. I don't ever have to go back to Veggie Grill. Exactly. You if know. you don't want to. If you don't want to, yeah. Yeah. Or if I don't want to. Um, but I think that's, and also I was going to ask, like, this, I feel like the answer is probably no to this, but has like, you know, being in language, right? I mean, that's obviously something that's very important when making and crafting music, your rhetoric and your, your prose and the way you, you know, construct your sentences and choose your, you know, verbiage. Sure. Did that, you know, if that's like a skill tree, did that get upgraded while studying English? Easy. Yeah. Because, um, because when, when you're studying English, you basically, it's like you're thinking in words. Everyone thinks in words, yeah. but you're thinking especially in words. Sure. You know, you're you're analyzing words. You're trying to analyze the thoughts and feelings of characters or the thoughts and feelings of an author that's writing a piece of nonfiction. And um, that stays in your head. And so you start to think about everything in the same way. Um, whereas, like, I mean, I've never been an engineering major or anything, but yeah. I would imagine that if you were like an engineering major or a physics major, then those kinds of things are what's on your back burner. And so you're kind of yeah. looking at the world from that perspective. So this, I mean, this could, when this is all said and done and you end up, you know, making music career and I, and I really think you're going to do it, you know, when this is all said and done, you could be like, you know, yeah, going, going to school and, you know, studying English and, you know, expanding my vocab and my knowledge, like this did have a positive effect on my career in music. Did it have, yes. When it came to like, you know, yeah. creating, creating. Like. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Um, we don't need to go in anymore. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, I, I was trying to think if there was anything else to say on that topic. But no. Yeah, totally. Um, so let's talk Saved. Sure. Um, song has been out for, not the video, but the song. Uh, the song itself has been out for a few months now. Over 7,000 views on Spotify. Or yes. clicks, I guess. They're, they're not views. Yeah, um, listens. And you finally decide to make this music video. Yes. What what is let's talk the song. Um, what does the song come from? If you feel like talking. Yeah, about sure, that, of yeah. course. So what was the uh, I guess the origin of this concept? So the song is about it's about um a a male character who s- has this moment of clarity where he like sees in himself, uh, kind of like I guess like sexism in a way. Okay. Because he's seeing now that um that this woman that he's been involved with, that her motivations are different than what he thought they were. Interesting. So he, he had been like building this life for himself, um, hoping that she would just want to like jump on and like be a part of it. But then he realized that she had her own goals and aspirations. And so he's seeing that in himself. He's seeing that in himself and seeing that, um, that he had been wrong about that. So when you say your lines like, she doesn't want jewelry, she yeah. doesn't want a jacuzzi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's that's just basically so he's like a materialistic stereotype almost. Yeah, yeah. So like the character, and this is this is not a, something that exactly happened to me, but it's based off a real moment that okay, happened to me. Sure. Um, but it's. I was um, gonna say you don't seem like a very materialistic person. No, but I guess I guess like this guy, and um, we are like reading super heavily into a pop song right now. Just a heads up, but um, okay. like uh, this guy, like he had th- had this idea that that like men like create this like bountiful life this like this this life of um profit and then like other people like a romantic partner would just kind of latch themselves onto whatever he created just kind of it's kind of like like the script exactly like you make the money you get the girl yeah exactly and he's realizing that she had a different idea interesting um 
and this did at one point this was kind of modeled off of your own life but not maybe to a t yeah so this was modeled off of um off of a time when it was just somebody that i a girl that i dated for like you know weeks like not very long but we were we were talking about things and and she was like like really flashy like she was just like a really flashy dresser i mean like fashion wise like she was like very into brands and and stuff like that and yeah so i thought she was one way and then after talking to her i realized that i had just misjudged her interesting yeah um i mean this is this might be a clip we delete but bella being your current girlfriend does she i mean she listens to the song Mm -hmm. you know does she have a problem with you know you writing songs about other girls nah i mean it doesn't seem like her but you never know i mean like i feel like i feel like honestly if she heard that like the whole story behind it she might be like slightly bothered but like not really you know she's she's jealous but she can like catch herself in that way well i mean the reality is at some point i i can uh, assume that there's going to be a song that comes out written by you saying by you that is you know bella is that concept oh yeah easy yeah it's already been written exactly that's what i'm saying right like when you're an artist like what else are you going to draw if not yeah your own life life experiences i also heard um you know, like m- the majority of the best songs in the world are written about love, right? Yeah, I mean, just so because it's, it's such a, a powerful experience. Re- exactly, and so it's like, yeah. what else are you supposed to write your own songs yeah, after than exactly. your experiences with love? Um, so you have the you have the concept, you make the song, you mm-hmm. put it out. When was was it always the idea that the video would come next, or? Yes, but I didn't really know how videos were shot. Like I said, this is my first music video attempt ever. I've sure. never even attempted an amateur one or anything like that. Um, yeah. So I, I didn't even know any videographers. Yeah. It actually, the person that introduced me to these people was actually Bella. Bella knew them previously. Just, I think they went to like high school together or something. And okay. These people have since gone on and like are really pursuing, you know, professional filmmaking. Yeah. Um, and so she connected us and... It, it was only by the grace of finding that connection that I was able to, you know, make this happen. Yeah, and and for those who are listening, um, the song is it's good, and obviously having you know, you know, seven k listens would indicate that to some extent. But it's not like what I would assume a SoundCloud or like a kind of a a basement musician would make. You know, it's a good catchy song that it does draw you in and it makes you want to listen to it more. Mm. Um, and so the video is definitely it's 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 got a similar pull to it the very beginning um there's like something as you putting on a cigarette right is that that is and Mm -hmm. it it's like right on point with this kind of drop in the beat that comes and it's really like a a pop right in the opening video this is your conception Mm -hmm. yep um what was it i guess my question would be when you're designing a video are you designing the video oh how do i put this it really feels like the video is the song in a visual form. Totally. And I feel like, well, when I see a lot of videos, you know, it, it could be a really cool concept with the song playing in the background, right? That obviously means something or says something, but it's not, I mean, this really feels like the song took on a visual For sure. side to For it. Sure. Was that the point? Oh, totally. And I think what you're latching onto there is the fact that um, when you have like just one cook in the kitchen for the most part, yeah. like conceptualizing everything, um like the things like they stack up like the song and the song concept and the video concept and everything like they all stack up really neatly because it's the same mind creating all the things yeah like for instance um 
like when you listen to an artist like Tame Impala, yeah, um, everything lines up really perfectly because it's just one guy making everything. Does he do everything? Hundred uh, percent. I, I mean, I knew he like has a band. I knew he like writ, writ. I knew he wrote and sang all his own stuff. But yeah. I didn't know he makes his own videos too. I actually don't know about that. Okay. Um, so maybe it's not a perfect example. But um, yeah, my point is that when when there's a guy that's like creating the song and then also creating the video concept and directing it yeah it just like it it's like it's seamless in a way that's um that's hard to come by otherwise interesting no no i, I see your point and that yeah. definitely shows um in that video because it is very much like everything about you is represented in that video um i mean people who don't know you you blue hair the color blue has been, as long as I've known you, a really big thing. We're in your room right now. There's blue stuff everywhere. Yeah. And that video is blue. blue. Yeah. Very blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what, actually, yeah. Let's talk about that. What's going on with all the blue stuff? <laughs> so this is actually, um, it's kind of a recent development. Like it's only been going on for like a year. But um, so what what happened was my final semester in college, my final, my final quarter in college, I took a graphic design class yeah changed my life really just like amazing so happy i got to take the class um i was lucky enough to get a professor who really cared yeah like uh, for anyone listening like if you're going to college you should definitely go the extra mile to make sure that you're getting a good professor that cares about whether you learn or not yeah because that makes all the difference okay. um but anyway so i was in this class and i um, we were learning about color schemes, like different types of color schemes. Yeah. And one of the color schemes that we talked about that we didn't really spend a lot of time on was monochromatic color schemes. I don't know anything you're saying. So you're putting me so on everything right a now. A monochromatic color scheme is a color scheme that only uses one color. Um, okay, and just mono, uses like sure. variation, like, sh- like variating, um, like a variation of shades on the same color. Interesting. So it would be like a poster design that only uses the color blue. Um, and actually... It can, it can use black and white too because technically yeah. those are shades of any color okay a shade of any blue um but i just like i just got so drawn in because to me it just seemed like so otherworldly because if you think about it like when you look out in the world where do you find a monochromatic color scheme like yeah nowhere really yeah. everything is like multiple colors interacting sure um and so i just kind of became obsessed with that idea and so it kind of like swallowed me in and so everything's kind of been blue for the past year yeah it it's the commitment to it is real, um, and, and it's almost a shame that we don't have like a camera lighting us up right now that could <laughs> that could take in how much blue is around me right now, or your hair which is blue. But even in the video, like your your skin in contrast with your your hair mm-hmm. and your nails, it's all it's pale white. Um, for sure, for and, sure. And your skin's not pale white in real life. Mm. Was that editing? Did you edit your skin to make it look? whiter in contrast to that blue so the it was colorized the only thing that i believe um that i know for a fact was done was uh shouts out to tk johnson the guy that colorized the video yeah but he um basically put like a filter over it which filtered out everything except for blue yeah i was gonna say man because like i mean i know you have spent you know a decent amount of time with you and and i saw it i was like man your skin is just shining compared to the blue it's like this really luscious blue in your hair yeah you really did a good job on that yeah and that was that was totally his idea and it was one of those things where like someone just comes to you with an idea and you're just like you just hit the nail right on the head with a hammer which is brilliant so i imagine you're gonna be making more videos in the future uh for sure you going with the same team from now on um i mean like who knows? I te- I really want to go on with the same team um, just because these people were professional with a capital P. Yeah. You know, like they 
they they want like i said they want to be filmmakers they know what they want so they weren't um they crossed every t and they dotted every single i wow they just they um they were really focused on making a good product because like the 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 thing that they make you know like the the music video saved was um something that they could in turn like go off and and, you know show to other people and be like this is the work that i did it's like a resume you know yeah um yeah isn't it cool i don't i i find the most rewarding thing of kind of having an endeavor that you're trying to grow outside of maybe school um it's it's working with people who are as motivated as you are to make something great it's really frustrating for me when i'm with you know working with three people and i'm the only one who really cares yeah that's the worst yeah it's it's really tough dude and and Honestly, in a lot of the things in my life that I've given up on, I think a lot of those things came from not having passionate people to do the thing with, right? totally. to do the activity with. Totally. What? How amazing was it to work with people who are as committed to making this thing perfect um, as you were? Oh, oh, just phenomenal! It was like a, it was like a dream. It was like, um, like I'm trying to think of like a good example. It was, it felt like hiring a a catering company for your birthday party you know what i mean wow, like it's yeah, just like yeah. you know it's just like like these people really care um and they they really cared about film and uh you know everything was scheduled out like there was a timetable for every single thing like we wow. knew when we were going to take our meal breaks like everything like everyone had all the locations on a map you know available to them it was just it was a dream like i i can't recommend these people enough nice that's crazy. I, mean, I do. I, I mean, I know what that feels like, yeah, and, I'm, and I'm excited sure. even talking about this. So, I should, should probably say their name. It was yeah, yeah. Crab please. Claw Creative, and um, Final, Crab Claw Creative. Crab Claw Creative, and Final Beat Films, and Final Beat. Okay, yeah, we can we companies. can uh, plug yeah. if you have like a link or a li- I, totally I can, I can throw it in a description. We can plug yeah. them. Um, so, what's next for you? So, I actually I just finished um, a four song EP. I was hoping to like use the momentum from the video to just segue straight into. Um, a new release sure so that um, and then I actually have some music video ideas planned for some of those songs okay so that means we're gonna be you know we're gonna be talking a little bit more in the future when those drop I assume yeah for sure um, when does this EP drop so the EP is um, it's being mixed right now okay it's, it'll be out before the month is over before the month is over okay. yeah man and what is the name of that it's called it wasn't always this way it wasn't always this way yeah that's awesome man and um, if people wanted to, you know, to find you on, you know, Spotify, how how would they do it? Yeah, so you just search my name because I'm the only Stefan Kabea out there. Trust me. Yeah. Um, but if you just, I'm gonna spell my name for you guys: S T E F A N space K U B E J A. If yeah. you search that on the internet or Spotify or YouTube or whatever you're trying to find, I will come up because I'm the only person with that name. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And and, and again, I will, you know, I'll, I'll put all the all the plugs in there that I can. But it's been really cool to kind of follow your process and uh, know you, even though I've only known you for about, you know, a handful of months now. But Mm -hmm. to really see um, your work leading up to a final product that is this music video with this song. And I I do think that you have, you know, obviously you've accumulated enough skill to make not only a catchy song, but also, you know, a really good first music video. And I, and I am really excited to see where this EP and these next uh, couple of music videos go. Awesome. Thank you. All right, man. We'll catch you guys later. See ya.